Hello, wherever you are listening to us, I hope you are staying safe and doing well. I am Hari Arakali and this is today's Tech Briefing. Later in the program, I will be speaking to Mother Shape, CEO of Realme India and Europe, about the new Qualcomm Snapdragon 778G 5G mobile platform and why it makes sense to buy a 5G phone today while the network rollout is at least a year away. That's after these headlines. Apple CEO Tim Cook could take the stand as early as today in the lawsuit brought against the company by Epic Games, accusing the iPhone maker of abusing its market power through its App Store policies, Bloomberg reported yesterday. Cook will appear in a court in Oakland, California, where a single judge is hearing the arguments in the case. Apple does not allow any App Store other than its own on its devices. The company takes as much as 30% of the revenue made by the developers through in-app sales. Apple earned about $22 billion in such commissions last year, according to the Bloomberg report, citing estimates from Sensor Tower, a company that tracks mobile apps around the world. The judge's decision in this case goes beyond Apple and Epic, as it is being watched by lawmakers around the world, wary about the dominance of the biggest tech companies, including Google, Amazon and Facebook. Google, which takes a similar up to 30% cut from developers distributing their apps via its Play Store, has said it will enforce a policy in India and other markets requiring developers to use only its billing system by next year. Worldwide, consumer spending on Google Play apps was $39 billion last year, Bloomberg reported, citing sensor tower, tower data. Amazon offers its e-commerce infrastructure to small businesses but also competes with them by selling its own products. And WhatsApp is currently forcing users around the world to accept a policy update that gives it the right to share data about their interactions with businesses on its instant messaging platform with its parent Facebook. There are now 3 billion active mobile devices running on Google's Android software. Google's Vice President of Product Management, Samir Samat, broke the news of this milestone during the company's I.O. developer event yesterday. The estimates were obtained via Google Play Store records. There are also millions of Android devices that don't have the Play Store installed. In 2017, there were 2 billion Android devices. So over the last four years, a billion more have been added. In comparison, the world's population is at 7.83 billion people. The number of unique mobile phones is at 5.22 billion, the number of internet users is at 4.66 billion and the number of social media users is at 4.2 billion users according to a report in March by Data Reportal. If you have always wanted the blue check mark badge against your Twitter handle, Twitter just might grant your wish, especially if you are considered a person of high public interest. Twitter is once again opening up its verification process, the microblogging platform provider said in a blog post on its website yesterday. Users will soon start seeing the verification application in their account settings. If you are interested, you can submit an application to be verified by providing a copy of a government-issued ID or an official email ID relevant to the category you have applied under or a website that directly references your Twitter account. Currently, there are six categories under which you can apply, which are government, companies, brands and organizations, news organizations and journalists, entertainment, sports and gaming, activists, organizers and other influential individuals. Accounts must have a verified email address or phone number, a profile image and a display name to be eligible. Once verified, 
the blue badge will automatically appear against your profile. If not verified, you can reapply after 30 days. Later this year, Twitter will add more categories including scientists, academics and religious leaders. To stay up to date with verification, you can follow the Twitter handle at verified. Samsung has launched the Galaxy F52 5G smartphone in China, the company's first 5G smartphone in its Galaxy F series. The phone has a punch hole display like the Google Pixel for example and a Qualcomm Snapdragon 750G chipset. The Galaxy F52 5G offers a refresh rate of up to 120, 120 Hz, 4 rear cameras, 25 watt fast charging and up to 1 terabyte of storage expansion via an SD card. Samsung introduced the F series in India last year but currently offers 5G models in the top end S series and mid range M series in India. The Galaxy F52 5G is priced at 1999 Chinese Yuan or about 22,700 Indian rupees for the variant that has 8GB RAM and 128GB storage. Colors available are Dusky Black and Magic White. The dual nano SIM card phone runs on Android 11 with Samsung's One UI 3.1 and features a 6.6 inch Full HD Plus display with 120Hz refresh rate. The camera includes a 64 megapixel primary sensor with an f1.8 lens, an 8 megapixel secondary sensor with an ultra wide angle f2.2 lens, a 2 megapixel depth sensor with an f2.4 lens, and a 2 megapixel macro lens. The selfie camera features a 16 megapixel f2.0 lens. In startup news, Esper, a Bangalore and Seattle based provider of DevOps platform for Android software developers has raised $30 million in its Series B round of funding. The funding was led by Scale Venture Partners with participation from existing investors including Madrona Venture Group, Root Ventures, Ubiquity Ventures and Haystack. The investment brings Esper's total funding to $40.6 million following a $7.6 million Series A fundraise in February 2020, the company said a press release yesterday. With the new funding, Esper plans to continue to build out its product portfolio and expand its infrastructure platform to support even larger workloads. Additionally, Esper plans to expand its team in India and the US. It will be hiring for engineering in cloud, Android and full stack in addition to product and prog program management, user experience, marketing and sales. If you are among those who need or want a new smartphone but wondering whether a 5G phone makes sense without a 5G network, Madhav Shet, CEO of Realme India and Europe has some advice. The latest 5G chips that are coming out such as Qualcomm 778G mobile platform go much beyond offering 5G connectivity and give you better performance on several parameters from processing speeds to battery use, Shet tells us. Which is why, if you're in the market for a new phone, it might make sense to narrow your options down to the 5G variants that are available. Here's what Shait had to say on the subject. There's a huge fan following for uh, Re Realme, but uh, for listeners who are less familiar with your uh, phones, just sort of give us a brief uh, history of uh, when Realme came to India and what is the kind of features that you brought with your phones uh, to India. Thanks, Hari, for I think for hosting me over here, and I think it's good to be the part of this podcast. For the uh, for the listeners who do not know about Realme, I would like to you know answer first is that Realme was first in the world 
launch in India. So globally, India was the debut launch. Realme brand established started from India. Mm-hmm. Now, I think uh, I still remember the date uh, when we launched. I'm very bad at dates, but I still remember the date when we launched Realme in India. It's about May 15, 2018, when was our first Realme one launched with Amazon on in Amazon Studio. Mm-hmm. And our first sale went on uh, May 25th. We were out of stock the first sale itself. And that was the first response what we got from our first sale of the first product in India. And people had welcomed us and proved the critics wrong. Why did I say the prove the critics wrong is all because that basically uh, we went against the tide because at that point of time, uh, trade pundits or anybody in the industry would always say that at a particular price point, the features what the users are looking at is hmm. completely different than what we were proposing in Realme 1. Where Realme 1 was more on focusing on performance, A, and B, on the designs. P60, uh, we tried with P60, that was the first processor which we launched in uh, Realme 1. And that was mm. runaway success because people didn't used to get performance at that particular price point. Mm. So what is now to answer your question is that Realme's journey has always been a user-driven journey and it has always been affirmed over a period of time and reinstigated over a period of time that yes, users are the only one who have the right understanding of what they really want at that particular point of time and nobody else. And now, because of them, I think we are one of the biggest community among the mobile phone players in India and Realme is among the top four, top four smartphone brands in India within the span of two and a half, three years. And in online, we are number two already. Okay. Realme is not, yeah. So Realme is not just about uh, smartphone, it's also a complete ecosystem products also now. Mm-hmm. And we have entered into the host of AOT ecosystem products, maybe smart earbuds, wearables, smart TV, smart watches. Mm-hmm. So I think yes, Realme has come by far, and now among a lot of IDC counterpoint leaders, we are among number two in audio wearables and DWS category. Mm-hmm. And by the way, last year though it was pandemic, just to end to the point, uh, but Realme grew thirty percent year on year last year itself. Oh, okay. So we did about nineteen million users last year itself in mobile phones. In in Android phones, uh, companies like yours uh, differentiate uh, on specific features. Uh, bringing your own uh, UI uh, mm. uh, interfaces and so on. So on that mm. front, I guess Realme uh, UI is called Realme OS. Is that correct? And, Realme UI. Yeah, UI. And uh, and you're currently rolling out uh, Android 12, Android 11 version of the Realme UI? Um, yeah, uh, all, almost a lot of devices have already got the stable version of Android 11. A lot mm. of other devices are still going to get. But not only that, but we already started... Uh, beta version for Android 12 for a Realme GT product also. Mm. And uh, what is the Realme uh, uh, philosophy in terms of its uh, UI? I mean, some phone companies have a very highly customized version of uh, Android. Some phone companies go very close to stock Android version. Uh, Where does Realme stand on that? Uh, I'll be very clear in this particular point, the Realme UI, I'll start with the version going back in 2018 when we started. I think the most important feedback, as I said, we the a community-driven brand. The most important feedback what we got from the user was all about how can we customize our own operations. And I think that was one of the most important reasons we had Realme UI back into the picture. Uh, Realme UI 2.0, which is the latest version, gives utmost power onto the user's hand on terms of customization, privacy, using the lifestyle, and controlling all the apps. I think it gives a complete control of the device 
now how to use usability for the users uh for realme ui 2.0 and that is something what we are looking into it and uh, we had a huge survey uh, by a few of the kls and uh, it was very clear and evident that basically realme ui 2.0 is among the one of the best rated os or ui by far from any of the android other ui can you uh, give us a couple of examples of uh, the kind of uh, uh, features that you bring to uh, your users with realme ui there are multiple features but the most important as i said is more about the customization as mm-hmm. i always say realme ui 2.0 is more about the private customization what the user really wants mm-hmm. you can customize your font you can customize your colors you can customize your icons you can customize your aod choices there are abundant aod choices also uh, there's a dark mode and dark mode also there has been multiple other options in dark mode so there is not just one dark mode but we have categorized into gentle medium and enhanced dark modes also so the entire look and feel is given as per the user choices most important part is about the enhanced i think privacy and security i think it brings wide array of privacy focused features to ensure your personal data stays safe and protected because i think that is something what people are right now more concerned about and it may be a system cloner because what happens now a lot of people are using dual apps in the system so what happens they try to download a third party app where the data can be captured and be shared within the platforms we have given an automatic choice in realme itself of a system or app cloner which means that you do not have to use a third party app but itself your phone itself can have a dual whatsapp dual facebook and options to duplicate your app in the system itself or maybe a dual play app atm because that was one of the feedback where people said that you know in the terms of digitization people are having a multiple atm accounts uh, because of the cashbacks and because of whatsapp they have multiple accounts so they would like to utilize all of them and have in the, the account the most important problem what they used to face is the app used to boost a lot of ads and a lot of data privacy issues were there so hence we came up with this app cloner feature which ensures that basically you do not have to use a third party app to clone any particular app which is of your day to day use mm. you may be facebook whatsapp or anyone mm. not only about of that but even for the payment securities even for you know fraudulent calls and messages you i think you your realme ui 2.0 can now also help you detect the fraudulent calls and messages and also has uh, you know zero base stations allowing you to identify spam numbers and block them just with a single tap apart from the you know this uh, i think privacy and security there's also convenience which we always say because we have divided ui into three different aspects one as i said lifestyle one is all about privacy and security and now third is about the convenience the convenience is also about how you utilize your device how do you you know track your device or you yourself so i always believe the technology is all about how can uh, the technology help you in your daily life to you, you know to undo or to lessen your day to day time of your work whatever you're doing it so it can also track your healthy sleeping habits you can track your using habits you can track your usage uh, there's a option also called which is subtle uh, subtitle stitching uh, there are multiple other options like floating windows and mini windows so you can do you can do multitasking at the same point of time there's multiple other ways of doing things i think uh, apart from that what we have done internally in the system is you know uh, we have optimized our ram capacity with more than about 45% wherein our utilization of system resources becomes much more easier so what happens I, i'll give a very small example in a user language you have a 3gb ram you have a 4gb ram but if your ram is not optimized 
hardware or your hardware internally software has not been optimized as i always say hn as heart and soul your hardware along with the software is not optimized well then your ram will not be you know able to function in the way you really want it so maybe basically if with realme ui 2.0 with 3gb ram will function with other uis similar to as a 4gb ram so mm. that's how we have optimized which is like about 45% of the utilization of the system resources have been improved mm. we are also not only that but 32% of the system speed can be improved frame rate stability has been improved and there are multiple other features as i said i can just keep on keep on telling it but there's a lot of customizations which can happen and users can be more than happy to utilize use it and as i said the survey not only one survey but there were multiple surveys not only on our community but through the kol and through the media fraternity in fact they have also identified the realme ui 2.0 is by far the one of the best android ui uh, among all other uh, uis uh, we have seen in the market yeah hmm. and now you are ready to bring uh, 5g phones as well uh, is it i think you already have some 5g phones in india is that correct yeah hmm. we already have 5g phones we started a journey with our x50 pro 5g uh, last year hmm. and uh, our idea is always that basically democratize any technology because i have a firm belief that basically technology should be for masses and not only for classes mm-hmm. uh, the reason is because uh, as a lot of people may have a doubt that why do we need a 5g phone when the 4g services or 5g services are not available or there are a lot of places where the 4g services are also not quite stable why do need a 5g device so i have always used platform like yours and others to explain them that 5g is not just about the services but the entire chipset manufacturers in the in the world are having the latest r&d supports only on the 5g chipsets so even if i try to utilize any 4g chipset it wouldn't have much of the performance difference from the previous generations maybe the just a name change but not of a performance change mm. with 5g it's like 5g service is like an icing on a cake wherein you can get display optimization you can get better touch response you can get a better battery optimization you can get better speed better cpu better gpu all these things can be an advantage on the 5g chipset which you cannot get because no developments are happening on the 4g chipset and all are on the 5g chipset hence what we are trying to do is to make democratize 5g at a various different price points hmm. and and currently and people the- can enjoy latest technology and be future ready also Hmm. And uh, yeah. no, no, that's fine. Currently, which is the most affordable Realme 5G phone out there? I think Real Nazo 30 Pro 5G is among the one of the most affordable 5G phone right now at sixteen triple nine. And we are trying to bring more affordable 5G phones in the near future. Hmm. Uh, the new Snapdragon seven seven eight G five G platform. Uh, to your mind, uh, what are the kind of uh, uh, features that will help you uh, bring on your phones? see uh, what happens i i'll speak in two languages a eh? uh, one is in technical language one is in user language uh, why i would like to speak both because you know i would like the you know the people to understand that uh, technology is ever fast paced changing every single day 778 5g platform which we announced that we are going to bring to india is a 6 nanometer chipset let me speak about the technical side of it is a 6 yeah. nanometer based chipset on qualcomm and is based on cairo 670 cpu hmm. so uh, it can achieve a 40% performance improvement and also has an excellent energy efficiency 
with an Adreno 642L GPU graphics, mm. which can give a speed which is 40% faster than the previous generation. So now you understand it's not just about a 5G chipset. Mm. It's a CPU as well as a GPU, which gives a higher performance, about more than 40% than the previous generation of the 4G chipset or even the previous generation of the 5G chipset from this particular one. Mm. So Realme has been, I think, working closely with Qualcomm to bring the latest technology to its users. And I think Qualcomm 778 5G, the latest Qualcomm 5G mobile platform, the announcement, which was made on, I think, Qualcomm Tech Summit 2021. Mm. I think earlier this year, the Realme GT was also one of the first devices to feature Qualcomm Snapdragon 788. Mm. Uh, Realme now, I think, will be among the first brands to offer Qualcomm 778, also the 5G chipset, the chipset that can boost, I think, smartphone and the performance, mm. and people can be ready to experience it. Mm. And uh, you know, Google has been, uh, uh, you know, talking about uh, various features on Android 12 in their I/O conference mm. and so on. So, in mm -hmm. that uh, context. Uh, uh, what are the kinds of things that you are planning? I mean, I know very, you know, you can't be very specific. That will be, I guess, confidential until you launch them. But in broad terms, can you talk about a couple of important uh, features that users might see uh, with Android 12 and the new 5G chips and so on? I would just say that basically, uh, we have already released Android 12 beta for our Realme GT version. Uh, now, what does this mean that basically uh, right now is still, as I, as you said, that it is too confidential right now to give it, but I would uh, highlight few of the key features, as I, as I said, right now is more into the development stage, but I would believe there's a lot of API integrations, a lot of new features, a lot of behavioral changes in Android 12, and a uh, lot of AI and ML capabilities to help you navigate much better in your devices. Migration between your apps, compatibilities, multiple other features, you know, to, just to name it. Mm. As I said, I'm always uh, too excited about new things to hear and understand that. But there are a lot mm. of other things. If I have to just say this, more on the widgets improvements are there. Mm. There's a haptic effect with audios, uh, which has, I think, which I've heard about it. Uh, mm. These are all the latest things which I've heard, like there's a splash screen API. Mm. There's a new phone call notifications allowing for ranking importance of incoming calls also. So mm. these are the type of things which, you know, will help the users better, more and more better. Mm. Like it's a very small feature, like new phone call notifications allowing for ranking the importance of the incoming calls. So this type of things, you know, really excites me to use it. And there's a picture in picture improvements. There's immersive mode improvements for gesture navigations, rich content insertions, these are just few of on the lifestyle type of things. There's a camera experience, there's a graphic experience, there's a media, there's security and privacy. I think Bluetooth permissions have increased. There's a lot of security features which I've heard have increased. And I think um, there's a lot of overlay applications which can be hidden. There's secure lock screen notifications, actions which users can take it further. There's a connectivity benefits, there's a storage benefits. To name it, everything, I think they have made improvements in every single aspect in Android and I'm looking forward to experience it myself, to be very honest. Yeah. Mm. A couple of last questions. Uh, you are uh, boss of uh, Realme's European operations as well. Uh, so mm. any interesting uh, trends or insights into what European users look for in your phones and uh, how that informs you? Uh, you know, in other markets like India or vice versa. One thing, what uh, see there are, I always categorize mobile phone users into two different categories. Uh, one is the lifestyle user, 
the people who are more interested with the name of the brand rather than the features what the phone is going to be providing it mm. even if i ask them if they buy a phone of about 1000 euros or 1000 dollars they do not even know what how the camera performs they only can answer the camera is about good or bad mm. and there's a second set of generations who know every single tech aspects sometimes more than me also mm. and this is the type of generations we are looking at post pandemic i've learned one thing and i've uh, observed very closely that people not only in india but globally they are more of the second type which means that people are looking for value for money from the devices it's not only just about as a lifestyle aspect but they really want to understand that if i really spend an x amount it may be dollars euro or any country if you go will i get what i really wanted will i get will i be able to play ott content will i get a better battery life will i get a better screen uh, displays will i get an oled display will i get a, a quick charging uh, what's the price at the end of the day so i think all these aspects matter but the price definitely it's always a priority 1 2 3 depending on the country and the asps but performance is always has been p1 So mm. if I list down the priority now, performance is always gone as a P one, and P two would definitely be looks or the price or the different aspects depending on the user needs and depending on the geographical conditions. That was Madhav Shet, CEO at Realme India and Europe. That's it for today's tech briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia dot com and on Spotify. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening. <laughs>